What's up, fine folks, and welcome to episode 40 of Double Tapped. A nice round number. I'm Jay. I'm Tanner. Uh, Tanner? Yeah. It's bridging over into the fall-ish season. We're filming this smack dab in the middle of a college football Saturday. We are. And a good fall to summer bridging, summer to fall. I wish it kind of went the other way. Uh, but <laughs> summer to fall bridging beer, Sam Adams, Boston Lager. At least we're not. Summer. Well, you're doing it. <laughs> They're about to be. Well, that's why I bought a bottle. Bought a bottle opener. I think I brought one in here too. Yeah, I did. Hey, yeah, you did. You got your nice PlayStation memory card. card. Yeah. You were just showing off your muscles. Your Shout guns. out. It like it came half off. It was a whole thing. I'm going the wrong way. Such a rich beverage, the Boston <laughs> Lager. <laughs> what? Live updates. Tanner <laughs> opening a bottle. There it goes. Some stuff's not engineered for left hands, man. That's true. I've not considered that <laughs> wrinkle uh, as part of the bottle opening industry. Bottle openers and scissors. Uh, Tanner, what you've been playing these days? Mm. I've been playing a lot of stuff. Uh, so it's only been a week since our last pod came out, but it's actually been two weeks real time because I had COVID again. Oh yeah, Jay had COVID. Right, I forgot why we took a break. Um, but he's he's good now. I am. Uh, and wearing a very cool shirt, by the way. Uh, we did the '90s draft last week, but we're dressed like we're doing it this week. I know. We, I got a raid shirt. You got a bull shirt. Anyway, uh, so I've been playing. Let's see here. Apex. Ooh. Got a little bit back into Apex. Game's really fun. They've added like 15 new people since the last time I played. Nice. I feel like uh, it had been over a year since I'd played. I played a little more Curse to Golf. Mm-hmm. Still not ready to like score it, but just you know, sure. hemming and hawing a little bit. Uh, played literally like an hour. Of a game that just came out yesterday, NBA 2K23. Uh, it is very fun. They've added a lot of really good. They're kind of minute improvements overall, but that's kind of how that goes. Yes, but they're they're marked and yeah. they're market improvements. Um, especially with, I feel like defense is a lot more fun to play, and just like overall dribbling is a lot is a lot better because it used to be people were very spammy with their dribble, mm-hmm. and now it's like a little more realistic. So that's fun. Um. And uh, the other big game that I've been playing is Immortality. Yes, which uh, I've heard a lot about, but still know next to nothing about. Okay, so this play. is a this is a game by Sam Barlow, who did uh, her story. Well, his he has a dev team now right. called Half Mermaid, but they're the team behind uh, her story and Telling Lies, mm-hmm. which are both FMV real video uh, type games. Sure, uh, this follows that same mold, but it's a little bit different. So with her story and telling lies, it was basically you saw a video clip and then to get to another video clip, you would have to search a word. So, for example, in her story, you're doing like a detective thing. If she mentions the blue house, then you type in the blue house and it would show you like the five uh, most recent times that was said. Or, you know, there's some sort of structuring with it. Gotcha. Uh, telling lies was set up very similarly. This is through imagery. So, uh, the idea of this game is that you are, there's this actress who was in three movies, uh, one in like the sixties, one in the seventies, and then one in the nineties. Uh, none of these films ever came to air. Okay. And so in the, the world of the game, she has kind of become this sort of like, uh, mythical, not mythical, but you know, it's like, it's like a legendary or a legend kind of thing of what happened to this actress. Why didn't none of her movies come out? And so like some cache of her film just came out and you are tasked with looking through it okay to see like kind of what happened um it's very cool uh they basically as far as i can tell i've not finished the game that's one of the interesting things about it so telling lies and her story are both very easy to finish in a sitting Mm. um 
I think her story is like a couple hours telling lies. I think I spent like five hours in, so a little bit longer, but you know, you can spend more time if you're worse at detectiving or if you want to see more clips or whatever. This game I've spent at least seven or eight hours in and I've not finished it. Interesting. Um, Cause I think what's happened is that they have filmed three full length movies mm. and alongside those things, or at least a good portion of all those and what was happening in like the prep for the movie. So like uh, table readings and them setting up the set and like running through rehearsals. But all of this is just sort of a backdrop to the actual mystery of what happened to her. Sure. Um, it's very cool. I really like it a lot. It's definitely in my like game of the year contention right yeah. now. I want to see where it ends up. Uh, the one warning I will give though, if anyone listening to this is streaming it on Twitch uh, there are multiple nude scenes. Mm. Oh, and, I saw your clip. That yeah. You <laughs> so uh, the thing that I did to get around it. So nudity on Twitch is kind of a weird gray area. If it's in a video game, normally it's allowed as long as you're not making it. The point of the stream is kind of how they phrase right. it. With this though, it's video of like naked FMV, people. Like yeah. It's, it's, it's just a, it's porn, a sex scene in a movie. Yeah. It's a sex scene in a movie. And so, we're all kind of unsure. Some people have gotten like timeouts for it. Basically gotcha. um, other people have gone around it in, in no, no sweating. So what I do is if I see a hint of something nude, I go to a full screen version of me and kind of play by play yeah, monologue. Yeah. Uh, so I've seen a lot of boob. Nice. Uh, yeah. And so it's just been, it's been very interesting. I think this game would probably, it is funny to stream it in that component of just mm. like, Oh God, but uh, probably best enjoyed by yourself, but it is on game pass. So, uh, I've seen a lot of boob normally best enjoyed by yourself. <laughs> sure, sure, uh, sure. Uh, but it's on Game Pass, so if you want to check it out, uh, you yeah. can check it out there. It's I really, really recommend it. Interesting. I've heard a lot of good reception for the game. Yeah. doesn't seem like my type of thing, but for those who floats sure. the boats, yeah, two buoyant things apparently you're seeing a lot. <laughs> anyway. What have you been playing? Uh, I've played a little more Curse to Golf. I have every trophy but one. Oh, whoa, okay. Uh, and the trophy that I do not have is Glitched. Oh, no. Um, and I think they're working on patching it. Okay. I think they just released a patch, actually, so it might be fixed. I just haven't played the game since they released the new patch. Got it. Um, the only trophy that I lack is hit 50 of the gold, like, idols. Oh, so you're, And there are you're so many of those that. in between holes. I've definitely already done this. Right. So I'm curious oh, as to okay. whether when it updates, I will just instantly pop the trophy or whether I'll have to go in and like, sure. hit one, like, whatever. But that's not going to be hard either. Right. So I've de facto platinum the game. Nice. But I'll go back in and grab that. Uh, as soon as I can. The other thing that I played and beat and texted you about quite regularly. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about this. Was Inscription. Yeah, uh, dude. On PS5, uh, I got the PS5 version that just came out about a week ago. Uh, this game is batshit insane. Yeah, it is, man. Um, and I we won't go too deep in it because no, we're no, no. just re-released again, and it's a relatively new game anyway, and it is a very spoilable game. Yes, it is. Uh, but I will go as far as to say I loved it. Hell yeah. Um, I loved. And the thing that I wanted to draw a comparison to you is I don't think I've experienced the feeling that this game made me feel since the first time me and you watched unedited footage of a bear. <laughs> That's how this game made yeah. me feel. And yeah. for those of you who don't know what that is, that was one of those random late night adult swim shorts that they put out. That's not, it's somewhere in this liminal space between like comedy and horror and avant-garde like filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, and this game is so like avant-garde weirdness. Um, it is, 
But the core mechanics of the game are also very fun. I like the, yeah. you know, roguelike card building, which I texted you to, that I'm shocked that that has become a genre that I'm so into. Right. Between this and Slay the Spire. Uh, but the absolute fucking hard left turns and then hard right turns that this game then proceeds it's to so take good, man. are absolutely insane. It's creepy. It's engaging. It's shocking at times with the twists that it takes. If you are just abjectly out on the style of game, I guess I can't recommend it. But if you're at least at all open to yeah. this style of game, this is a like must play. Um, and it's it jumped over Curse to Golf and is I don't I mean it probably won't be my game of the year because this is a good year so far and what's sure. to come. But it's absolutely right there in the conversation. It was awesome. So I guess we should discuss this. Does it count? That's the thing, too. Where it got a release on PlayStation, and that's where I play predominantly. Personally, I, think it's fine. I could count Yeah, it. I totally I think would, it's fine. If I were, like, writing for a publication, sure, sure, it'd sure. be different. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm totally cool with that, by the way. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Would it, looking back on last year, would it have been your game of the year if you'd played it last year? Would it have jumped Returnal, and I think Hitman 3 was in that conversation for us, too? It would have jumped Hitman. Okay. It would have been... A absolute slobber knocker with Returnal. Yeah, it was close with Returnal for uh, me too. But I almost think that the, you know, Returnal is another one of those games that sort of had a weird, you know, sort of unpack it yourself and interpret it kind of story. Sure. Uh, this game is a little more straightforward, but there is some of that nuance to it. Mm. But the turns, I think, are more shocking in Inscription. Yeah. And definitely more unexpected. I don't know. I think there's a really good chance it could have been my game of the year last year. Yeah, it's so phenomenal. I really, I, really loved it. And I, I'm. Looking back on it, because I kind of, you talking about it made me want to replay it a little bit. But uh, just like, I'm shocked at how, because the game before uh, this that that, the same creator made was called Pony Island. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a similar, I never finished it, but it was a similar sort of like genre shifting kind of thing. But the gameplay of it wasn't nearly as good as the gameplay of Inscription. Sure. Like it, it, underneath all of the sort of bells and whistles, of story and surprise and all that if inscription is a really fun card game. Yes. And I think that's one of the reasons it kind of like shot up in a way that Pony Island didn't. Yeah. And honestly, it probably clicked for me faster because it is at a fundamental level, a little bit Yu-Gi-Oh ish the way the mechanics go. And you're like dealing damage back and forth. Summoning. So once I, exactly. So once I sort of understood on a basic level, oh, there are sacrifices to summon more powerful monsters. I'm trying to deal direct damage. Um, and the scale component is super cool. Mm. Um, and that I don't care to talk about because in Yu-Gi-Oh, it's like you have a set health. Once you hit zero, it's over. This, it's almost like you're trading health. Yeah. There's a scale. and If you deal damage to your opponent, it weighs down their side. If they deal damage back to you, it shifts back in your way. And whichever scale gets fully weighed down first, that person loses. So it's... It could go on in perpetuity sure. in a way that a lot of other card games like this could not. Uh, so that's a really cool wrinkle. There's something I want to talk to you about, I guess, off, uh, off uh, I almost said off stream. Yeah. Off, we definitely we need to unpack this more. Yes, because there's, there are components of the game that are very PC specific. Interesting. That I want to know how they Transit. approached on console. Okay. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. You sent me one of them okay. in a picture. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that was one, that one overlaps pretty well because sure it just did that with steam with us but like i really i'm really curious on one specific thing if you ran into it yeah what's what's interesting to me is that there are sort of i guess branching paths at one point in the game 
um, based on which like legend you go after, basically. Right. And you and I chose the same one. Yeah. And I'm curious what the percentage of people picking that one is. I don't know why I gravitated toward it. Yeah, back, which but. we can just because I went and did like read through all the plots and in and outs to mm. understand it better after, so we can. But again, we're talking through a lot of smoke and mirrors here. Yes. If you honestly, it'd be nice to go into this game knowing almost nothing besides that it is a roguelite card, card builder. Yeah, which is what I knew going in, and it's yeah. amazing, and it's fantastic. Definitely check it out. On to the news, of which not a ton this week, but we got a few standouts. Okay. Uh, to start off with, something that you sent me yesterday. Uh, yeah. While I was drinking my coffee and you know driving around, you're like, "Had you seen this?" So I waited until I got where I was going and then looked it up. <laughs> Amy Hennig's Marvel game was confirmed at D23 to be a World War II team up game. Yeah, with Captain America and Black Panther. The uh, the key art they released for it's pretty interesting, where it's the two of them in silhouette next to two soldiers in silhouette. Yeah, it looks a lot like just what Captain America: The First Avenger, the movie, translated mm. into a game would be. Plus Black Panther. Yes, like it's but also that, Black uh, Panther's there. You're right. I forget the team um, that usually they go along with Captain America, that his friends that are just soldiers. There is a name for his little ragtag band of yes. guys. So I'm assuming it's those guys. And then for whatever reason, uh, the war effort like intersects with Wakanda somehow, mm. and Black Panther gets involved. This sounds really cool. It does. Especially and coming from Amy Hennig. Yes. I think that's the thing. I'm, I mean, we briefly talked about it earlier. Yeah. And I was just like, good for her, man. And, sure. and you agreed. Because, like, we're both big fans of her work, uh, as we'll probably get into later. Uh-huh. Uh, a little bit of a teaser there. Uh, but also just, you know, that she finally has a landing spot. Yeah. Because it seems like she's been bounced around a lot. And I'm glad that she has a project that hopefully won't get canceled like her last yeah. couple have. It's one of those things that it will probably end up being a net benefit for the games world, her going off and doing such great things while Naughty Dog is still doing such great things without her. Yes, um, agree. Assuming that, I mean, not committing to her ideas is clearly not a good idea because, well, you know, she's got such a pedigree. Right. And I guess she hasn't put out a game since, but I just, I trust her implicitly because of her history. So yeah. I don't know why she hasn't already had two or three games come out since she was left left Naughty Dog. Yeah, well, she was working on that Star Wars game, right? And then right. EA, and was, EA was like, we're not doing single-player games. Why would we ever do that? Um, and I feel like she, oh yeah, she founded her own studio for a second. And then I, I guess they're working with Disney. I don't know exactly how that, right. that breaks down. But uh, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm happy she's getting work, and I'm happy. I'm happy that she is a, she's a name. Sure. It, it takes a while to become a name in game stu- in game space, and really, when you think about it, there aren't that many, like name draw people that yeah. would get this kind of. Oh, it's an Amy Hennig game, so yeah. I'm I'm happy for her that and she, she has might, that too. It might have that even cachet. become that because she left. Like if she oh, was totally. always at Naughty Dog, 100, and was still at Naughty Dog, she would just be part of the Naughty Dog machine, right? But then it's like, oh wait, the lady who like wrote like the uncharted games like all this yeah is suddenly gone like as though she was the brains behind it all which she was a big brain behind it all yeah she was. Uh, she's out there doing her own thing so yeah. good for her next up and today we're actually filming on the same day that ubisoft is having an event yeah, it's happening uh, so right now if there are any details that come out more in depth of anything big we'll cover those in more detail next time yes but as of now we are pretty well assured that the next assassin's creed game is going to be Assassin's Creed Mirage. Mm. Or at least that's the code name. It's not confirmed that that is the real name of the game yet. Okay. But Mirage, what is pretty well confirmed, is, according to multiple leaks, going to take place in the Middle East sometime during the 9th century. So we're going back to like the early 
even pre-Crusades or like maybe First or Second Crusades era, uh, which is akin to, and I want to say that the first Assassin's Creed game was around the year 1000 uh, in like Jerusalem and uh, places like that. Uh, so we're sort of in that mm. area again. What do you think of this? Uh, well, I just want to, before we get into that, sure. uh, there is stuff out on it right now. Cool. So uh, this is from... Breaking uh, news. Yeah, this is literally as we're recording. You'll hear this on Tuesday, but... Uh, this is from Nebelian on Twitter, who breaks a lot of uh, games news. I'm not sure if it's that's how you pronounce it. but uh, So, Assassin's Creed Mirage details. Play as young Basim before Valhalla. So, this must be some right. character that's in Valhalla. Takes, takes place in Baghdad. Yes. Uh, it's narrative-driven, back to its roots. Focus on stealth and assassinations. Historical characters will be part of the game again. So, uh... Yeah, and there's some key art as well. Yeah. I'll put this on the screen in the video. Um, and this is more or less pretty well confirming all the leaks and rumors that yeah, have come out Yeah, this so image far. we had seen before. Yes. Um, so there's sort of the uh, the assassin. Looks pretty cool. I, I I have to say, for my sake, this makes me a little less interested. Simply because I didn't love the stealth Assassin's Creed. Mm. Uh, I guess that's how you would pluralize it, right? Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed's, yeah. That just sounded weird coming out. Um, I might like them more on a newer engine looking better. Cause yeah. when I, whenever I played AC one and two, I bought them on steam like years after they'd come out. I think it was around the time of like black flag. Yeah. So, you know, they had a little bit of age to them. Uh, and so maybe I would like them more. I just never liked the follow this person around for 30 minutes and yeah. get the story exposition stuff that happened a lot. So, you know, I, I'm optimistic because I really liked Odyssey a lot, mm-hmm. but it's also very different from what Odyssey and the last three games have done. Yeah. So. Uh, Origins, Odyssey, and um, Valhalla, I haven't played any of them. Mm. I've played Odyssey very briefly, but not even enough to even speak on it, really. Yeah. Because that was the style of AC game that I was out on. I was like, oh, this has just become another generic open world action game. Sure. Um I missed the days of stealth-oriented Assassin's Creed. Now, yeah. at the time when I was playing these games, the you know sort of fetch quests and walk alongside this person and expositing for 10 minutes was just sort of a... <laughs> the games were not so well-developed, and that was just sort of a thing you accepted. It was a necessary evil. But as it got, you know, it got long in the tooth by the time Black Flag and games like that were sure. coming out. So I was getting over it by that time. So that's why I took such an extended break from the mm. series after Syndicate um, and oh, because the games were coming out a little bit busted. Yeah. Um, was, so, was Unity the one that was really bad? Unity was the one that was legit broken. That's the France one, right? Yes, yeah. that's Paris, France. Uh, and Syndicate was good, but not enough to bring me back. Mm. Um, so I've been out on it for a while, but this is one of those that I'm not just going to like jump in having not seen anything or with any assumptions about how good it's going to be. But if it reviews well, this would be the best opportunity that they've had in a while. Because, I mean, Valhalla reviewed well. People really like Valhalla. Yeah. But I'm like, I know what this game is. Yeah. And it's not the game that I want from an Assassin's Creed style. I, I want the stealth. I want the subterfuge. I will say, I think Assassin's Creed... Well, for one, one of the reasons I really like Odyssey is I just love that setting. Yeah. Um, I love sort of Greek and Roman mythological mm-hmm. stuff. However, I also didn't play Valhalla. Sure. Loving Odyssey. Um, basically because I was like, well, I just had that experience. I don't, yeah. I don't need it again. So in a way, I guess this is, in in the same way for me, if it reviews really well, I'm probably more intrigued by it than if they had just done another of the Odyssey-style games. Uh, especially because I don't know a lot about 
ninth century Middle Eastern history. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that could be a really fun, just new yeah. historical thing to explore. Uh, so you know, I'm optimistic for it, and like I said, with a new, a new looking Assassin's Creed with a, a couple refinements, maybe up my alley too, and I just haven't experienced it yet. Yeah. So. so cautiously optimistic on this one yeah uh wait for more information because we're obviously still in the very early ages yeah uh little update for our friends across both ponds oh because this doesn't really affect us but the ps5 is set to get more expensive oh in pretty much everywhere but the u.s oh no Uh, according to playstation blog this was august 25th uh ps5 ps5 priced to increase in select markets due to global economic environment, including high inflation rates. Uh, To break it down specifically, in Europe, uh, the PS5 with a disk drive is going up to 549.99 euros. The digital is 49.99 euros Mm. going forward. In the UK, 479.99 pounds. Digital, 389.99 pounds. Okay. Uh, Japan, even though I don't know literally anything about yen conversions. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you the PS5 with the disc drive is going up to 60,478 yen. I think it's around 600 bucks. I think it's like exactly a hundred. And then the digital is a little under 50,000 yen. Uh, China, 4299 yuan. Y-U-A-N, I guess is the currency. Okay. Uh, For the disc drive version, 3499 yuan for the digital. Australia, uh, Australian dollars. Yeah, I knew there were dollars. And then $649.95 for the digital. In Mexico, uh, $14,999 Mexican dollars. Oh, they're not pesos anymore? It's a dollar sign. So I'm like, I guess it's Mexican dollars. Uh, And then $12,499 for the digital. And then in Canada... $649.99 $649.99 Canadian dollars for the disk drive version and $519.99 for the digital. It's a weird price. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sucks. I mean, everything is getting more expensive at a uh, ridiculous rate right now in pretty much universally. Yeah. Uh, so it's not a surprise, but it's also just like, I feel like we're, <laughs> I don't want to get too political. So mm-hmm. I'm just going <laughs> to just say that like, it's a it's bound to break back at some point. I just don't know when and how. Yeah, it always is. Um. So yeah, it it, it sucks, and I <clears throat> I don't know if there's a. <clears throat> I I know I've joked about it in the past. I don't know how scarce PS fives are anymore. Right. Um. But that might also be driving up price a little bit, and maybe the fact that they can't make as many. I you know I don't know. Yeah. Econ. Is that, yeah, there's a lot of factors going into it. They are re sort of tweaking the development of the PS five to make them more streamlined in their production. Right. Hopefully that helps. <clears throat> Hopefully this problem isn't long term mm. and then we'll get a price cut pretty time soon. Sometime soon. Yeah. But until such time, we'll keep you updated if we hear anything. Last news story. <clears throat> Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer are having it out in public over Call of Duty. <laughs> I saw some of this. <laughs> Uh, basically, Xbox has reportedly, and this information is coming from IGN, uh, courtesy of Logan Plant. Uh, PlayStation's Jim Ryan calls Xbox's Call of Duty promise, quote, inadequate on many levels. Uh, more or less, to summarize, Phil Spencer told PlayStation, we are willing to offer you he Call of Duty. He told them directly. <laughs> we are willing to keep Call of Duty on your platform for another three years. 
through, or I'm not, let me see if it's in This is a quote from Jim Ryan. Okay. Microsoft has only offered Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement ends between Activision and Sony. After almost 20 years on, of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account of the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee... <laughs> What, just the use of gamers? The impact on our gamers. <laughs> we want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. Wah, billionaires <laughs> are mad at each other. Wah. Just, Jim Ryan, you know how to fix this? Who, what studio can they just enlist that's just floating around needing something to do? Uh, Bend. Okay. Bend Studios make... Uh, Doll of Cootie. Doll of Cootie. <laughs> yeah. Make your own shooter. Yeah, do it. Make bring, it better. Bring back Resistance or something. Exactly. Bring back Resistance. Bring back... Kill uh, Zone. Yes. Kill Zone, Resistance. Uh, bring back... Uh, what was the one called? I just said Resistance as though it was the subtitle of Kill Zone. I meant to <laughs> say Shadowfall. Hey, Kill Zone, Resistance 2. Mag? Was that the one? Mag was a thing. Uh, it was like the massive multiplayer right. game. But yeah, this is just a situation where, I mean, Microsoft forked over the money. It's sort of their yeah, prerogative they own to, make, it now. Sorry. to take Call of Duty exclusive. I mean, I feel like three years is pretty generous. We're, we're going to get Modern Warfare 2 on PlayStation. That's all I care about. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bet that, let's say the current agreement ends in, I don't know, 2024. Or sure. Well, the, I, I bet they are basically guaranteeing it up until the next console cycle. Mm. So they're just saying, as long as it's on PS5, you have Call of Duty. Once we get to PS6, we'll talk again. Because it's not like they're saying we're we're going to stop the agreement. It's just we're going to renew it up until this point. Right. And not to, like, defend Xbox, but that seems very rational to me. And, you know, they'll revisit it at a point where... Because who's to say that Call of Duty might really move the needle for Xbox in some way that they see? And they're like, well, Absolutely. if we take it exclusive, it's going to move the needle even more. We're going to do it as a business decision. They do all this shit all the time. I don't know why he's only bringing it to public... To get that sort of weight. Backlash. Yes, exactly. He wants people mad at Xbox. It's the only reason he took it public. And, you know, I don't know if it's going to work because it seems kind of like a... A little petty. Yeah, like a... Yeah, exactly. Uh, It seems like a spoiled grape situation. So, I don't know. Yeah. And it's also, considering they're about to take Call of Duty to the, like, biannual schedule. We're going to start skipping years. The... Call of Duty after Modern Warfare 2 is almost certainly already at least in very early development for PlayStation. And there's that rumor about it being uh, set in Iraq, right? right? So, set in Iraq. so, you know, there's the sunk costs that they have to think about. There's the player base that they have to think about. There's obviously a lot of money still coming from the PlayStation side. This is not just an easy business decision from Xbox's perspective. Sure. But they see it. They're willing to take a calculated risk. We'll see how it works out for them, and we'll see how pissy Jim Ryan is about it in the coming years. And all this means is that they're leaving their door open. It's right. Not, they're just not locking themselves into anything. Because they could go, okay, we agree to bring it to PlayStation for three years, and then from now on we're going to do two-year contracts. It's like a, it's like an athlete, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to pick up my player option. I'm going to go to the free agency and see what happens. And yeah. maybe PlayStation's best for me, maybe not. Well, Tanner, it's that time again. It's time! So last week, if you were with us, you saw our first of three decade drafts we drafted for the 1990s this week we are drafting for the yachts 
yeah. the 2000s. Yeah. And our rules have changed ever so slightly. Yes, they have. Uh, and Tanner, since you sort of outlined the additions to our genre lineup, would you like to sort of go over that? Sure, us? I will. If anyone's wondering why am I typing on an iPad like I'm a grandmother, it's because I have my spreadsheets going for this one. Uh, I went a little more in depth because I needed to because there were more games. Uh, At least un- more games under our purview. Sh- sure, yeah. More things that are special to us for sure. Um, and uh, genres have shifted a little bit, so that's what we're going to talk about. So, uh, shooter, I'm just going to go through the genres we now have. So, now we, now we have shooter, platformer, open world, action-adventure, RPG, fighting, family, sports, puzzle, horror, party, couch co-op, online, casual, PlayStation-exclusive, Xbox-exclusive, Nintendo-exclusive, portable, Wild card and the Metacritic below 75 category. So the things that have happened here, uh, Metroidvanias, not a great decade for Metroidvanias. So instead of doing that, we went with a genre that didn't really exist as permanently uh, and as often in the 90s with open world games. We also split multiplayer into couch co-op and another genre that didn't really exist as prevalently in the 90s online. So, uh, Outside of that, the only thing we've added are the PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo exclusives and the portable section uh, just to sort of account for Xbox now being a featured player in the 2000s mm-hmm. where they weren't in the 90s and uh, portable games being a lot more popular it as well. proliferated big time yes. in the 2000s. Yes. So, as we did last week, we will do a snake-style draft. Yep. Uh, we have a coin which we will flip momentarily. Uh, the other wrinkle, I'm trying to believe here, let's see. Oh, and just a reminder, uh, because for those of you who don't you know, do fantasy football drafts, which is what this is inspired by, there is no round by round, this is the X genre round, this is the Y genre round. Right. We're allowed to jump around genres as much as we please, poach each other however we see fit, uh, use your draft picks to your best of your ability. Yes, and uh, obviously there will be overlap. Yes. Right? You could get a Nintendo exclusive that's a platformer, for example. I don't think they've ever made a game like that. But, uh, you know, the, uh, the overlap is going to be pretty often. So if you're wondering why we take something in a certain category over another, it might be for an advantage. It might be because that category is weaker. Who knows? So I'll flip the coin this week and you All right. can call it. All right. Heads. It is heads. So you decide if you choose the first pick. You get the first, and then we alternate two, 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 or I can get the first, and then we alternate. I took the first pick last time. You take the first pick. And so, I'm officially on the clock. (laughs) (sighs) Which, on the clock, for those of you who don't know, typically you would be on the clock literally having a time for your pick. For like a minute. But we're not having any sort of stringent rules like that. (sighs) But we almost should, because when I look at this list with the first pick, I'm overwhelmed. There's, yeah, there's so much. so many games. How many games do you think you have listed? Uh, At least two per category, but then like five to seven in others. So I'm going to go with like in the 70, 60, 70. That's probably around where I'm at, too. There's some categories where I have like eight. It might not be that much, but. Uh, but for those listening, there are 20 categories now. We had 15 before. There are 20 now, and we're probably going to have 25 in the 20 I hate to do this. Okay. In a way. Okay. Because I'm going to start with the shooter genre. All right. And 
I'm going to take the shooter genre in a different direction than I did last time. Last time I went in Doom because Doom is such a icon of the shooter genre. Sure. This time I'm taking a game that is technically a shooter, mm. even though it is much more just well renowned for the overall quality I know what of the you're game. Going with. And I can save some of the other shooters for some of the other categories. I'm going Bioshock. Yep. That's the number pick. one overall pick. It's a solid pick. Excellent pick. That was my number one ranked shooter for those listening at home. So a, a very good value there for the number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. For my first pick, because now I have two. Yep. If you're not familiar with the way snake drafts work. Uh, hmm. Bioshock was one I considered uh, for a first pick, but obviously now it's gone. So I'm going to take... Man, this is where it gets tricky because I said this is where it gets tricky. It's my really <laughs> first pick, but it's all tricky because it's it's almost the trickiest at the beginning because you have to narrow down where you're taking yeah. what and and there are a bunch of great games that are still on the board yes. versus later when a lot of our greats will be taken. Correct. So I'm gonna go. I'm trying to figure out which category is mm, okay. I'm going to go with the action adventure category. A very broad breadth to pick from in this decade. It is, which is one of the reasons I hesitated on taking it immediately, but I have another pick. So, um, And I'm going to take Uncharted 2. Yeah. Uh, it's not my favorite Uncharted, but it's pretty damn close. Your favorite from the 2000s. It is, <laughs> yes, because Uncharted 3 fell a little bit later. Yeah, it was 2011. I had to look that up. Uh, but I mean, it's a, it's a masterpiece of a game. I think Uncharted 2 really is sort of the beginning of what Uncharted is. Uncharted, Uncharted 1 is almost more of a proof of concept, yep. really. Um, Uncharted 2 kind of showed the potential of that game and, uh, or of that franchise rather. And, uh, shout out once again to Amy Hiddick. For my next pick, for the third pick, I'm going to go in the open world genre. Hmm. This one's tricky, man, because yeah. uh, there's a lot here. Again, this genre absolutely cracked it's, open. It's loaded. Uh, I'm going to go... Yeah, I'm just going to go with my gut here and take... I'm between... Okay, so it's going to be a GTA game. Sure. I just don't know which one to take. Okay. I think I personally prefer San Andreas. All right. I think Vice City is cooler. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna take San Andreas. Yeah. I don't think you could go wrong for different reasons with GTA's three, Vice City, San Andreas, and four. Correct. Like, they're all they all have oh, their yeah, I guess four was this four decade. I ten, think it was technically like was oh eight or oh nine. Um I don't want they four. all <laughs> have their merits. But I also wouldn't have wanted four. Sure. So all right. So now it circles back to me. <sighs> it's tough, man. Since you, I'm going to, I'll veer away at least from those two categories and circle back to them later. Yeah, that's the strategy, right? You want to get stuff that hasn't been taken yet. And <laughs> I think I'm going to go with platformers. Okay. I'm, thus far, I'm going in our genre orders as they were listed. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to take Super Mario Galaxy. Oh, all right. One of the most uh, critically acclaimed games from the decade. Yeah, and a real, basically console-defining game mm. for the Wii. Yeah, totally. Uh, aside from all of, you know, which other games from Wii that I'm imagining we'll probably hear about. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Mario game on Wii, even though Galaxy 2 was also extremely well-received. Mm -hmm. uh, Galaxy 1... 
very, you know, interesting lateral move from the genre to go to the perspective of Galaxy. And by all accounts, it worked extremely well. Have you ever played Galaxy? A little bit. It's been a long time. I've never played it. I want to try it at some point, though. (laughs) All right. And I have one more. Where are you looking at? That's my third pick. Hmm. iPads are weird to hold. And then I'm going to go, I think, to the couch co-op. Oh. I'm going to take a leap down here. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to take one of my absolute favorite games of all time. Okay. Super Smash Brothers Melee. All right. In the couch co-op category. Okay. Because, again, Interesting. while that technically falls under the purview of fighting, sure, there are games that I think I can take in fighting outside of the Smash series. Yes. And occupy this other category that I'm not as well versed in with a game that I absolutely love. Yeah, totally. So, my third pick, Super Smash Bros. Melee. Hmm. Okay. Man. All right. I'm going to get one out of the way because I think it's I it's one that I'm worried will not fall to me again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give me Portal. Yeah. In the puzzle category. It was uh, high on my positional scarcity as much as i yes as much as i love uh pokemon puzzle league and (laughs) have it here listed uh i i'm gonna take portal uh because it's one of the best puzzle games of all time one of the coolest ideas for a puzzle game ever um i think it's up there with any puzzle franchise you want to name i think if we were looking at this more from like a you you're the embracer group and you own the ip (laughs) Making a new portal would print money. Yeah. Um, because that concept is just so cool and so fun. I'm pissed. Portal 2 didn't also come out. I, I know. Would absolutely take it. Yeah. I, uh, that was one that I, I, there are a couple sequels I had to date check myself. Yep. Now, simply because it's, it's really a decision of where I want to take this game and not if I want to take it. Sure. But because I think. Uh, the, the 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 rest of the competition is a little bit weaker for me in this category. I'm gonna take Halo Three as my Xbox exclusive. Mm, interesting. I know a lot of people like Halo Two better. Uh, I'm a diehard Halo Three guy. Uh, it's probably the most game the the game I've played the most hours in at one point in my life. Um, and I just I really like it a lot. Yeah, can't fault you for that. It was my introduction to the old uh, Master Chief. <laughs> And all his needling. Let's see here. Make a few tweaks as you make picks. <laughs> yeah, you really kind of have to adjust your adjust your list. Yeah. You took Uncharted in your action adventure. I did. This was a this was a debate I had with myself. As okay, since you did that, yeah, that means I have to go to my PlayStation exclusive now. Yeah, because I have it open. And for my PlayStation exclusive, I have to take another one of my favorite games of all time, Infamous. Okay. I was wondering which which one you were One taking. that I also could have taken in the open world genre. Sure. Uh, but again, that genre is packed to the gills it's, with it's good stuffed, options. It's stuffed, man. So for myself, I'm going to take Infamous there. That was my fourth pick. For my fifth pick, I'd, it's funny because there are definitely a couple on here that are just absolute poaches if I decide to do it. Oh, totally. Man. This is tough shit. It is. This one's, I think this one's, we have more options, but I think it's harder. Yeah. 
because there's so many games you and I both love here. And there's a lot more overlap, I think, than there was in the 90s. Man. The 2010s is going to be ridiculous, it's by the way. It's going to be stupid. We, we're going to expand it even more. Yeah, we're going to blow it out. 25 categories there. Um, man, do I double back? <sighs> so you've taken games from me. Shooter, platformer, uh, couch co-op, right? And PlayStation And PlayStation exclusive, exclusive yeah. And you know where I'm going to go next? Where's that? I'm going to go to... Man, I second guessed myself right there at the last second. <laughs> it's it's easy to do. It's easy to do. I'm gonna go to the Nintendo exclusive. Actually, oh. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna take Wind Waker. Fuck you! <laughs> I didn't think you would take it. I was between it. I had damn man because Majora's Mask is also came out in 2000. Uh, yeah. So, but the one that as a outsider looking in on the Zelda series, dude, it's so good. The one that I've always had a great admiration for the style of was Wind Waker. I think Wind Waker is better than Ocarina. I really do. Wind Waker is awesome. Uh, that's a great pick because it's a fantastic game and it holds up really well. The art style of that game looks amazing still if, if you play the uh, Wii U version. And apparently it's going to come to Switch is a new rumor that's happening. <laughs> so definitely check it out if it comes out again. All right. So I've taken Halo 3 not in my shooter category, but in my Xbox exclusive category. So I'm just going to remember that for myself. Um. It's really interesting where I go with Shooter now. Right. Because I think I know what I'm taking, and I don't think you'll expect it. Um, but I'm not going to go there yet because... Okay. All right. It has fallen too far down the board. And even though it is a... And I mean stacked category. Yeah. In the RPG category, I'm taking Fallout 3. I would definitely have taken it. At some point, if you did not. Yeah, I, I, it's it's one of those that, I mean, this game probably means more to me than a lot of people, and a lot of people really like it. Yeah. Not saying I'm special in that way, but just this game means a lot to me. Uh, it was my first Bethesda game and still my favorite Bethesda game, uh, which give me the working theory that I think everyone's first Bethesda game is their favorite. Um, but it's just, I, I still love the Fallout setting. I like it more than Elder Scrolls. Uh, just the music and the world and the fact that it's DC and I love history and uh, yeah, Fallout 3 is amazing. I don't know if it holds up at all, but hopefully it does. Hmm. Okay, for my hmm man see I'm starting to get weary of poaches now. Sure. I guess I'm always weary of poaches, but there's one that if you poach me, I will poach you back. I just go <laughs> oh, ahead and say. Oh, interesting. But okay. I but that almost kind of defeats the purpose of the poach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Oh man. Damn, dude. There's so many good games left on the board still. There is. I'm kind of, I'm really looking forward to what your Metacritic under 75 game is going to be. I have some fun options. Me too. Uh that's it's fun too because Metacritic actually exists right. for this era yeah, now. Yeah, so we've can, entered where this category makes more you can, sense. You can look it up. Yeah. Um, all right. This is going to surprise no one, but give me NBA Street Two. That was gonna, that was the post that I was <laughs> referencing. I uh, as as fond as I am of three, uh, I love NBA Street Three, and I think it's kind of underrated. I think two is sort of the agreed upon goat sure uh when it comes to street games and i still think nba street as a franchise might be my favorite sports franchise ever 
Um, so I had to had to give that a shout. I'm just marking the categories where I've taken. So that stuff. brings it back to me, correct? You are right. Okay. All right. Before we get into the picks that are going to be a little bit homery. Okay. Picks sure. that I that are well renowned games, but games that I specifically love. Sure. I almost feel like there are a few categories where there are games that I love more than the picks that I'm going to make. Okay, so you're you're really doing the build the roster thing. For example, in the casual category. All right. I have to take Rock Band. Mm, that was my number one there as well. Rock Band's, you know, mm. as much of I, you know, Guitar Hero Three, absolutely on my list. Yeah. But Rock Band for the wow, I'm really surprised you took Rock Band <laughs> for the proliferation of rhythm games. I think Rock Band did more than any other. Sure, uh, and I think the so too. variety of peripherals. It's just one of the ultimate social. Like anybody can play Rock Band. Yes, at, at least an easy difficulty. Yes, couple. agreed. We played that with our buddy's dad <laughs> singing "Cold Cold as Ice." Let's see. So that was my sixth. Rock band, not talk. What the f- that autocorrected to all caps T O C K. Talk band, baby. Rock, so rock, rock, talk, J. I keep ta- <laughs> I keep typing talk now. <laughs> so that's okay. I'll tell you a typo in a minute. Rock band is my Pretty sixth fun. pick, and then I think I need to. I think I need to lock down my RPG. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh. And while I could go with a Bethesda game that I didn't play, I'm instead going to go with another game that I didn't play, Okay, which is Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, I had them next to each other in the little uh, power ranking thing. Wait, Oblivion's not gone. KOTOR's gone. KOTOR is gone. He's taken KOTOR. I'm excited for the remake if If it it ever comes out. Yeah, that thing looks uh, like it might not happen more, more day by day. Uh, okay. So. Ooh, man. Where do I go next? Rock Band kind of rocked me a little bit. It's a little bit of a surprise. There was another one that I was wrestling with hardcore in that category, but. Mm. I'm going to avoid casual now Mm. for a bit. All right. I think it has. Hmm. This is the interesting part. Where do I take it? Mm. That's all. That's it's. I know the game I want. I just don't know which category I want it sure. in because it kind of applies to like four. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna take it in the. It's a flex. It is a. It is a <laughs> definition of a flex. You know what? I'm gonna pull a little bit of an audible here. Ooh, more and, football terminology. And, and move, <laughs> yeah, really, that wasn't in purpose. Uh, I'm gonna move it to the family category because I think Rock Band was sort of my leader okay. in the family category because, like you said, you could play it with literally anybody. Um, and I'm going to take Mario Kart Double Dash mm, in the family yeah. category. Uh, yeah. It's probably my favorite Mario Kart. And that's a series that I really like a lot. And literally, again, anyone can play it at any age, and it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and the addition of having two items was uh, was pretty dope. Back yeah. in the day. Among all the Mario Karts, that one holds up. It does. <laughs> now... I have not taken a shooter yet. I don't know why I marked that as done. Sorry. Man, oh man. 
So where did I? I took Halo Three as an Xbox exclusive, correct? I believe that's, so. That's where I took yes. it. Yeah, that's how it marked. Okay. For my online game, which is kind of broad, there are a lot of games that fall in this category. But I'm going to take a game that was sort of special to me in that same sort of era as Halo 3, doing a lot of like Xbox Live parties. And I'm going to take Left 4 Dead 2. Ooh. Uh, that game is fantastic online uh, and was back in the day. They really nailed a genre that kind of went dormant for a while and then everyone got excited for it and it kind of yeah. came back with a fury. Um, I don't know that I would still be as into the Left 4 Dead style games as I was then, but they hit the right place, right time for me. And uh, those games are great. Yeah. I remember, cause I didn't participate in this moment, but I remember left for dead being a moment. Oh yeah. Of people for sure. just hopping on. I would hop on Xbox live and at any given time, two or three of my friends would be playing left for dead. Totally. The, there's a couple of games on here that I absolutely cannot have poached because <laughs> if it does, it's you. just going to absolutely screw me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm now going to go to the online category. All right. But this is where I'm going to... Last week, I I forget which pick I made, but I referenced Iron Man. You did. You did. Because you Oh, it was your... Uh, it was the... Uh, oh, I may be wrong there. Mario Party, maybe? No. Maybe. I kind of thought it was your uh, Kingsfield pick. Maybe. But basically, in the it sense been that Mario Iron Man Party. started it all... Yes. I should take... Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Okay. But I'm going to take Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, that's which the came one out I, in 2009. I, I figured you would have taken, yeah. Uh, as my online game. One of my absolute favorite games of all time. I have one shooter left. <laughs> and I it's the one I wanted in this category. So MW2 for my shooter. Or online, excuse me. And then... Online, online. Ugh... Because there's a possibility that you could take it in your wild card. Okay. I'm going to take my sports game now. And this is sports adjacent because we don't have a racing category. We don't. I thought about making one, actually, because there's a lot uh, of good But options. since that sort of falls under the purview, and we're not big racing fans. But sure. uh, one of my like deep cut favorite games of all time is Burnout 3 Takedown. Yep. Uh, and I was going to be mad if it didn't end up on my <laughs> roster in this draft. <laughs> I had it in my couch co-op category. Because that's a great oh, it's awesome pass the controller that. style game. Um, yeah, that's a great game. Although when I wrote it, so I've been using the uh, the Apple Pencil to just write the things down really yeah. quickly. Uh, the translation wasn't great. <laughs> and it wrote down, <laughs> turn out three take darn. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty funny. Uh, okay. It's now my pick again. <laughs> Some of the typos are great. Uh so I'm going to go, man, I think I can wait on my shooter now because I, I just really don't think you're taking it. Um, and if you do, I'll have to <laughs> come up with a new shooter, I guess. I'm going to go with the, yeah, I'm going to go with the couch co-op category. And I'm going to take the game that was uh, mistyped as Wii Stork and I'm taking Wii Sports. Yep, that was uh, the one that I was back and forth between it and Rock Band mm, as my casual. This, again, was one of those games that your grandma could play uh, that I think I didn't even have a Wii, but I probably spent like 30 hours in at various friends' houses. Yeah. Uh, just a great, like, 
late night, let's bowl mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and honestly, if I went to a party right now and someone had Wii Sports set up, I'd be like, hell yeah, hell yeah let's play, play some it. Wii let's Sports. Go. Uh, we should do that one time. I have a Wii now. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna take that there. I'm going to mark that it was in the couch co-op category. God, this decade was so stacked. We could have honestly split it into half decades. We could have. Um, all right, now for my... Hmm. For my fighting category, which I don't think either of us have touched yet. I have not. I'm going to take SmackDown Here Comes the Pain. Damn it, I wanted to poach that from you so bad. (laughs) I figured there were kind of two that could have gone there. Um, Although, shout out, I don't, maybe you'll have it listed, but shout out to Virtual Fighter 4, Mm. an amazing underrated uh, fighting game. I've played so few legit fighting games, Mm. but. Here comes the pain. I was like, oh, maybe this was not a likely scenario. Sure. I was like, maybe he didn't think of wrestling games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's a possible though, right? Because like, you know, when you think of fighting games, you do think of Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat, Street, Street Fighter, Fighter, right? So like, uh, and Tekken, I guess. But <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out. out. Shout out to Tekken. Tekken Tag Tournament, I think, would have been this decade, maybe. People like that game. But yeah, I as I've gotten older and gone back, this is my favorite wrestling game. I said it was No Mercy for a long time. I think that's the most critically acclaimed one. That's not the one I have the most nostalgia for. The roster I'd, I have the most nostalgia for. Um, and just the game I love the most is, is definitely SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Yeah. Did I take a... Is that my second pick in this? Yes, because I took Wii Sports. Okay. So. So it goes back to me. It leading does. off now with my 10th pick. Uh, and I feel like I need to lock this one down too. Mm. Uh, well, maybe not. Maybe not. Because one thing we haven't done so far in this particular draft that I anticipated would happen is games from the same series. Mm. Like I take one, you take the other, or sure. vice versa. Like we did. So Mario I actually Party could save one of my picks for later, and I guess I'm going to do that. Okay. Instead, I'm going to take in the horror category. Oh, a genre that I am not well, you know, versed in, but. Sure. One series that I've always had admiration for that got kicked off in the 2000s oh. is Dead Space. Oh, great pick. So I'm taking the original Dead Space. Great pick. I didn't think of that. What a pick. Might be my pick of the draft. <laughs> that was a steal. Awesome pick. At number 10. It was. I just love the aesthetic of Dead Space. Even though I don't I do play too. those games, the style, the alien-esque you know, sort of situation has always appealed to me more than the... I still couldn't really tell you what Resident Evil's about. <laughs> like... <laughs> A contagion, man. It's the oh, last yeah. of us, kind of. That's true, I suppose. Um, I uh, I watched our good friend Andrew play through, I think, Dead Space 2 or 3 mm-hmm. one time, and it was really dope. There was an eyeball scene I didn't like. <laughs> and then I'm probably going to have to go. <laughs> All right, we'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> We're thanks, going thanks, to the same place after this. Thanks for coming, I know. Um, <laughs> we have to go eat. I'm going to... I'm going to the open world category. Oh, he's doing it. One of my favorite genres that I haven't touched. I saved it for later. And funny enough, a little uh, inside baseball here. Okay. When we still had Metroidvania yes. on this list. Yes. And we didn't have open world on this list. Yes. I still had this game under the Metroidvania. And I was going to maybe bring this pick up. <laughs> You're going to make a case? And make a case. <laughs> I love but that. it is more clearly an open world game. Sure. 
Batman Arkham Asylum. Mm, I think it is. I think I think you would you would have won that that yeah uh, because that as long as you don't constrain Metroidvania to two D yeah it totally is the idea of you know getting unique items to progress further and backtracking in the map all of those same tropes from all those classic games are ever present in Batman totally. Arkham Asylum absolutely and I think this is the strongest case for that. Like, I think once you get to City and Night, they open up a little bit too much. But Asylum is pretty small um, and pretty close quarters until you get the new upgrade. So I totally agree with that. So that was my 11th pick, and that sends it back to you. All right. Now, this is where it gets a little hairy. Because I don't... I think now is when you start taking... Hmm... All right, I'm going to ask for a clarification on a game. All right. Does Pokemon Heart Gold count? Yeah. I so, think I, so I can take it. Yeah. All right, I'm taking it. Sure. Uh, because I, I didn't know. Are you saying I, it doesn't count because it might be like a it's remake? It's like remaster, kind of. No, I think it's. I would they count expanded like, on it and like it's it's yeah. a like brilliant brain. diamond and stuff that just came out. I think those are separate enough from the originals. I think that's the same sure. way. So I'm taking that in my portable category. Sure. Way. Or actually, well, you got your Nintendo one right. I Still do. Open? I do. It's basically, do I want Majora's Mask or not? Mm. You know what? No, I'm gonna take it in my my Nintendo category. Okay. Uh, because I I have a fun portable one. <laughs> uh, that I think is funnier. <laughs> and I know that's not what we're drafting for, but you know what? Sometimes you gotta pop yourself. Uh, so this is Pokemon Heart Gold, and although I I don't think there's even a category where you could take it anymore, except for the wild card, of course, which is ever present and ever uh, terrifying for the person picking, uh, person not picking, I should say. But I'm gonna take a platformer finally, mm. and I have to do it. I'm gonna take Little Big Planet. I was I had Little Big Planet listed as I was like, there's no way he somehow takes. Galaxy One and Two, no, but if he does, or like Sunshine, right? <laughs> right, and that's what and I considered Sunshine. I didn't even have Sunshine on this list. Interesting. I didn't really want it. I wanted Galaxy or I wanted Little Big Planet. Yeah, Little Big Planet is probably my fa- well, outside of Mario, is, is my favorite series of platformers ever. Uh, Little Big Planet Two specifically is one of my favorite games of all time, but Little Big Planet One is right there with it. They're kind of the same memory in my head. Yeah, uh, and the game that actually convinced me to buy a PS3 or ask for a PS3 for Christmas. <laughs> all right. It's time to nail down these other two exclusives. All right. Me. All right. Firstly, and I was going to, there was definitely going to be another Pokemon game taken by one of us at some point during sure. this draft. But your attempt to take Heart Gold, I almost find blasphemous. Why? Because you did not bring up Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green, <laughs> which I'm going to take as my, oh, wait. I've already taken Nintendo. That's going to be my portable choice. Sure. Uh, so, so let me explain why. Sure. So I didn't play. Gold until I played Heart Gold. Ah. And I don't think anyway. I don't think I'd ever played it. And because Fire Red and Red are kind of the same thing in my head, mm-hmm. I took Heart Gold because that was a newer experience for me in the 2000s. But uh, I mean, yeah, Fire Red's my favorite Pokemon game ever. Yeah. And then with my Xbox pick, and this is where I'm struggling. I, do okay. I want to. You should have taken Bioshock here, by the way. Oh, it was, right? Was yeah. It? That's a good point. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Can't do it now. I have it. That's yeah, all I care yeah, about. Yeah, you do. That's true. Um, could take Bioshock 2. <laughs> I don't think it was exclusive. I love Bioshock 2. Oh, man. it's great. I almost took it. Awesome. The question is, do I do the first series overlap 
and pick a Halo? Mm. Or do I go another direction? And I kind of want to go another direction because yeah, there's it. another, you know, well-versed series of games that hasn't come up today, and that is Fable. Oh yeah. So I'm going to take Fable. Oh, man, I didn't even the first think Fable. Of, I fucking love Fable. I didn't even think of that for some reason. I think I was stuck in 360. That's another one that I sort of had in mind for my RPG pick, mm. but I always had it earmarked it's in a, this category. That's a great pick. You mean Mass Effect's not going to get taken in our draft? If you know us, that shouldn't be shocking. <laughs> Is it back to me now? Yes, that was my 13th. All right, so now uh, for, for the listeners at home, uh, the watchers at home, we have seven categories remaining. For me, the ones I have left are shooter, horror, party, casual, PlayStation exclusive, portable, wildcard, and the Metacritic category. So I'm going to take... I'm going to try to avoid poaching again mm-hmm. as much as I can. Do what um, you got to do, man. Although, you know what? Maybe not. Simply because uh, I feel like I have to take Peggle. So give me Peggle in the casual category. Mm. I, I just want it in my roster. I just want it real bad. I did have Rock Band above it, but uh, I was going to try to find a way to take Peggle any way I could. And again, I think, uh, remind me what your categories are. Remaining? Yes. Um, let's see here. Action adventure. Okay. Fighting, family, puzzle, party, and then wild card and the Metacritic. Mm, okay. Hmm. All right. Well, I don't think you're going to take another horror game. So I think I can wait on that. Uh, I'm going to take. Do you say portable you still have left? I took Pokemon took with the last round, so I'm right. done that's with right. Portable. That's right. Uh, okay. You never know about the wild card. That's folks. true. You you could take it in the wild card. <laughs> kind of doubt it, but wild card bitches. Yeehaw! <laughs> Man, what's funny is I don't know that you're gonna take any of the picks I have left. I don't know that you're gonna take any of them. So I'm just gonna go with the one that's pr- most probable. I guess okay. is how I'm gonna rank this. Uh, finally, gonna take my PlayStation exclusive, and there are a ton of options here. I'm taking God of War 1. Mm, uh, nice. One of the first, I guess, like, adult games I ever played. I remember when uh, when the game came out, I, I was playing it in my bedroom. And we had just got, I think we had just gotten the PS2 Slim, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe it was the, the original fat PS2, I'm not sure. But I remember playing it in my bedroom, and there are boobs in the opening scene. And I was like, oh my god, am I allowed <laughs> to be playing this? I probably played GTA but at this point, but I don't know. There was something different about historical game that also has boobs boobs. yeah they were old boobs um but i love i love this game actually when i got my steam deck and got some of the emulator stuff set up i played through the first few levels of god of war one it holds up pretty well very fun hack and slash does that send it back to me i believe so what did i just take i just took no maybe i have one more hold on i took god of war oh and i took peggle yeah so now I feel like I have to take a puzzle game because if you somehow take this other puzzle game, I'm screwed. Okay. I'm going to take Braid. Ooh, great pick. I have Braid several different places here. That was uh, that the was game actually, with an enduring legacy. Yes, that was the game that we, we kind of workshopped some categories that might come up next time. I'm not sure. Uh, but one of them was digital only. Right. And that was one of the games that was in my head when we, uh, when we talked about it. So that was my 14th. And with my 15th pick. Where did you take that puzzle? Uh, yes. Yeah. Here's where I'll do our first series overlap. Okay. 
with my party game. Okay. I'm going to take Mario Kart Wii. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Not my preferred of the series. Sure. But given the ubiquity of the Wii, a Mario Kart that so many people have played. The (laughs) ubiquity? There you go. The Wii ubiquity? Like Wii U? Shout out to the Wii. No, don't shout out to the Wii U. Never do that. Okay. Man. So now I have Shooter Horror Party still left. Portable, Wildcard, Metacritic. I'm going to take... No, you're not taking that one. I don't think. Yeah, none of these I don't think you're taking yet. So, do I want to... I kind of like saying what's on the board. Yeah, it's fun. So, on the board for me in party games... And you can mislead me. (laughs) Sure. On the board for me in party games, specifically. The three... I have all three picks, which I'm surprised by. I'm surprised all of them fell to me. Mario Party 6, which I think is my favorite Mario Party ever. Fusion Frenzy. Shout out to Fusion Frenzy. I almost wanted to list it for my Xbox game. Amazing rental game. And, of course, Crash Bash. Right. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I, I think I I think I have to take Mario Party 6. I think that's the best actual game among the bunch. Sure. Uh, even if the others are... Li- well, I don't know if they're more dear, near and dear, but equally near and dear to my mm-hmm. heart. Um, and I'm going to go... I, I, hmm. I guess I should prioritize things that are possible you'll take. So I'm going to, I'm going to take uh, in my portable category, give me angry birds. I, <laughs> I debated going with a <laughs> legit mobile game. I thought about it, but I, I, I think angry I'm birds, not lowering myself to that. <laughs> I could have taken Pokemon heart gold here. I thought I about taking doodle birds. jump. I also thought about taking doodle jump. Um, but honestly, like angry birds is it launched an entire franchise. There are multiple movies about that game. Like yeah. it's, it's huge and was also really fun to like pass around the cafeteria. Shout out to Bad Piggies, by the way. Yeah. Did you ever play Bad Piggies? A little bit. It was like physics-based building. It was right. Funny. Hmm. Back to me, correct? Correct. Hmm. I only have four picks left. For my family game. Uh-huh. This is a this is a Homer pick. Okay. And it's gonna be. Sonic Adventure 2. Hey, all right. It's got to be there. First Sonic game ever taken uh, in one of our drafts. <laughs> and it'll probably be the last. Uh, <laughs> you mean you're not taking uh, Sonic Colors in your next uh, draft? If anything, it would have been Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania, that's but, the last thing. Yeah. Sonic, Sonic Adventure is 2 is just as nostalgic to me as a game could be. Mm. Like, it's not the best. It's a little weird, but I love it. Oh, my God. S-A- I just thought of it, and oh my god, I have to change oh, everything. No. Holy crap, how did I not think of this? Well, I better make my pick quick before he can readjust. How did I not think of this game, dude? And I guess I need to... I'm going to save the action-adventure until like my last like genre pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I kind of... I don't... I kind of want to apologize for doing two extremely Homer picks back-to-back. <laughs> no, it's okay. Because while I could go in the fighting category with one of those tentpole franchises that we mentioned... Yes. I have to go with the most well-received game in a series that is much more beloved to me. Okay. So I have to go with Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3. <laughs> uh, nice, dude. Budokai 3... Actually, a, and it is a legit, well-received fighting game. 
-hmm. Really good, solid roster. It goes all the way up to GT. You can get Super Saiyan 4, Goku, Vegeta, Gogeta. Uh, And the overworld flying around hunting for the Dragon Balls is a really cool little metagame within that game. Really solid fighting game. Maybe the best Dragon Ball franchise fighting game. Mm. So... I'm not I'm not mad at it, even though it's a pick that I love dear to my heart. Man, I think I've screwed myself out of taking this game, but I'll tell you what it is later. I don't think it fits a category. Uh, I'm going to take my, my two category picks now. Okay. Simply because the two things left will then be Wildcard and Metacritic, right. which are the least likely to get poked. Yeah, because all I have left in a category is Action Adventure. Okay. Uh, right, because you have three picks left, only four. Uh, in the horror category, I'm going to take... RE4. Yep, that was the other one. It seems like, you know, one of the most beloved games in that franchise. Probably the game that's most up our alley because it is most purely shooter yeah. in the, in and the horror really space. really associated with the GameCube, which I was it a is. GameCube kid. Uh, as much as I like the idea of Fatal Frame and think it's mm. pretty cool, uh, I did not take it there. And then for my shooter, <laughs> as much as I wish the game I just thought of could somehow be a shooter, it's not. Uh, give me Hitman Blood Money. Ooh, I thought about... I wondered whether a Hitman or a Splinter Cell game would show up. I wondered about Splinter Cell too. Uh, I don't remember which Hitman I played first, but this might have been it. I remember because Blood Money is the one where he has the pistols crossed over him on the white cover. I think it's the most or the red one, like, maybe. Well received of the early Hitman games. It is. Yeah, I looked to see where those rankings fell, and this was definitely one of the first. I, I played my first Hitman on PS2, right? Certainly, and uh, I went back and played Blood Money for a video on YouTube a long time ago, and it was still super fun. Hitman, as a genre of its own, holds up incredibly well. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that that one fell to me. So. So you have Action Adventure and then Wild Card and then Metacritic. And then Wild Card Metacritic. So okay. I'm going to go ahead with the Action Adventure. Yep. And I'm going to take Assassin's Creed 2. Ooh, I figured you might. My favorite game in the series. And while I could have... You know, I was wondering like where if I had a spot for it mm. and the games that also could have overlapped with other spots ended up in those spots, leaving this category sort of open yeah. to some of these dark horses. Yeah. So AC2 is going to go there, which leads me to my wild card. A wild card, bitches. And this is where I'm like, I feel like I have to take a game in a well-respected series. Okay. Just to pad my sort of resume <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, pad your roster. And there are a lot of options. Yes, there are. I could go with another GTA. You, sh- you sure could. I could go with a if, lot of sports games. Has anyone taken Vice City? You No, you I contemplated took, I Vice took City. San and I, okay. If I was going to take one, it probably would be Vice City. Sure. Sorry, not to cut you off. But <laughs> to follow up on my 90s choice. <laughs> I knew that's where you are going to go. I'm going to take... Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. <laughs> oh, you took PS4, okay. Uh, because I think it's the most well-received game in the whole series. Yeah. Um, and as much as we love Underground, that's, 1 and That's two, the one I had listed. I had Underground, man. Uh, THPS 4, still one of the best sports games of all time. Oh, sure. Love it. So that's my wild card. All right, so all you have left is your Metacritic below 75. That's correct. So uh, I'm just going to read some of the options on the board, just in total, because I have the wild card all the way open to me. So games that have not been taken. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Still out there. New Super Mario Brothers. Psychonauts. Uh, GTA Vice City, as we mentioned earlier. Any Metal Gear Solid. (laughs) Metal Gear Solid 3 was probably the one. Majora's Mask, still out there. Shadow of the Colossus, still out there. Uh, A wild card if there ever was one. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Oblivion. 
Persona 4, which I played Golden a little bit. Yeah. Mass Effect, Paper Mario, WWF New Mer- No Mercy, Virtua Fighter, any of the Guitar Heroes somehow didn't get taken. Need for Spreed, Underground 2, as it's Spreed. Uh, NFL Street, Madden 2006, Tiger Woods 2006. Oh, trust me. It was on my <laughs> list. 05 uh, and 06 were on my list. Tony Hawk Underground, Pokemon Puzzle League, Bejeweled, Left 4 Dead 1, Fatal Frame, as mentioned earlier, Fusion Frenzy, Crash Bash. A lot of great games still left out there. Sly Cooper, Zuma, Plants vs. Zombies, <laughs> Gears of War, all the other Halos that aren't Halo 3. Animal Crossing, which somehow got written down as Animal Crossing, which is pretty funny. Another one that I had in a couple of categories. But, but let me just with. tell you the games that are in my wildcard category. All right. Right? Okami. Game looks amazing. I've never played nice. it, but it looks dope. SSX Tricky. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, baby. Kingdom Hearts, yeah. a game I've never played, but me has neither. a lot of acclaim. But I'm really between two, Jay. I am between the game that I thought of just now, Super Monkey Ball. Oh, shit, you're right. And the game that I think I'm actually going to take, sheerly for impact, World of Warcraft. Yeah. that's. A, I couldn't really that's, fit where to figure out where to fit it other than the RPG damn. category, and it was so stacked. You got a Titan um, in the late rounds. Yeah, I, I didn't know if I didn't know if it would come to mind for you, because uh, it, it came to mind really late for me, yeah. uh, and I was just like, you know what, Wow is Wow is a good pick. I almost did just take Super Monkey Ball though. That's a great game. <laughs> that would have been awesome. If you had taken <laughs> Super Monkey Ball over World of Warcraft. I think for the uh, eventual Twitter picture, it's probably stronger if I have Wow <laughs> in my lineup. For my Metacritic below seventy five, I could take Fusion Frenzy. Mm-hmm. I could take Crash Bash. Yeah. I could take Fatal Frame. But as you sort of did last week. Oh, okay. In taking a game that sort of set yeah. set the tone for a series that I really like. Give me Red Dead Revolver. Ooh. It was like a 74. Interesting. And I actually played this game a little bit. Uh, I think my dad played it and I played like the opening level or two. Yeah. That and Gun. Yep. I almost put Gun down as well. Uh, but uh, probably the real predecessor to Red Dead. <laughs> Honestly, but. yeah. But Red Dead Revolver is pretty great too, yeah. and uh, you know, obviously Red Dead Redemption Two, one of my favorite games of all time. So give me Red Dead Revolver, and I'm done. So that just leaves me with my Metacritic under 75, of which I have three options written down. Okay, I'm excited. And it's the one that I'm not going to take, since I already have a Pokemon game. Mm. was Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, the Dark Lugia iconic. Wasn't there like a special edition GameCube for this game? I think maybe? so. And it's the one that I keep thinking that uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire has got to get you into my life was somehow in. <laughs> have I never told you this? You have told me I'm this, like, but surely I've forgotten I've told about you this, it. Yeah. Which is not, it's not in there. <laughs> somehow, these Those two neurons have intersected and will never unlink. It's got to be that like your mom was listening to it while you were playing something. it or something, yeah. So then I have the two that I'm really between. There's a Toon Yards album that I associate with Batman comics for the same reason. Okay. I think the one that I'm not going to go with is Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Ooh. Okay. I actually really dig those games. Mm-hmm. They're like one of the most like... like One thing I complain about with the Star Wars movies is that they're not... En- people aren't like powerful enough. Like they're just like... It's not cool enough... The action, 90% of the time. Sure. There are some really great scenes, but that game was like, you are a f- force to yeah. be reckoned with. Hey, uh... But the game I'm going to go with 
whose Metacritic was like right there, yeah, flirting with it, and yeah. depended on the platform. I think on PC it was above, but okay, on Xbox sure. and PlayStation it was seventy three and seventy five. That counts one way or the other. X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, shout out the game that was better than its movie. The best Wolverine game yeah. ever made. Yeah, and one of those for the time being. Yeah, and at a time when superhero games were still kind of sparse. I want to say this game came out before Arkham Asylum or right around. Mm. It was actually a really shining example of a pretty damn good it superhero was, game. It was good. This was uh, we another category we workshopped and ended up scrapping was like rentals. And this is yeah. a game I rented several times. Yeah. I really liked it. Uh, it embodied, you know, the classic, it makes you feel like Wolverine. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The long leaps and the gore and just true beat-em-up. It was a really fun game. It was. Well, that'll do it, folks. Do you want to go each over of our respective rosters? You want to go over your roster? My roster, top to bottom, in the original genre order that we listed, not in the pick order. Yes. Bioshock, Super Mario Galaxy, Batman Arkham Asylum, Assassin's Creed 2, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3, <laughs> Sonic Adventure 2, Burnout 3 Takedown, Braid, Dead Space, Mario Kart Wii, Super Smash Bros. Melee, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Rock Band, Infamous, Fable, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, I'm still mad about Pokemon it. Fire Red Leaf Green, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4, and X-Men Origins Wolverine. Mm, strong list. It is a strong list. My list, again, in the same order. Hitman Blood Money. <laughs> Not as strong a start as Bioshock, but uh, Little Big Planet, GTA San Andreas, Uncharted 2, Fallout 3, SmackDown Here Comes the Pain, Mario Kart Double Dash, NBA Street 2, Portal, Resident Evil 4, Mario Party 6, Wii Sports, Peggle, God of War, Halo 3, Pokemon Heart Gold, Angry Birds, World of Warcraft, and Red Dead Revolver. I mean, for a decade with a lot of amazing games, that's also quite a hell of a list. Yeah, yeah. So, we, we could have gone for like two more hours. Yeah, there's and tons of games. More rounds. Uh, obviously, tons of games within the same series that didn't even get mentioned because it's fun not to overlap. It is. But, uh, a lot of bangers. Apologies again to Final Fantasy fans. Mass Effect fans. <laughs> Mass Effect fans. Uh, but we're not those people. We're not. Elder uh, Scrolls fans. If you look, <laughs> Skyrim will come around. We're gonna have a. Don't worry. We're gonna have it out next week <laughs> if that's on your team and not mine. <laughs> Let us know in the comments which team you prefer. Uh, but Tanner, to close us out this week, do you yes. have a recommendation? Uh. Yes, I'm going to recommend Immortality. All right. uh, I, I think it's definitely worth the play. I think it's, especially since it's on Game Pass and the the cost to get in is so low. Uh, one of the things I didn't mention is that the acting is phenomenal. Uh, I'm not sure the main actress's name, but she does a great job. And just the intrigue levels that they're always able to put in those games. I just really like Half Mermaid games a lot. And uh, this might be their best one yet. Mm. I'm not sure. We'll see. I have to recommend Inscription. Mm, hell yeah. And... I mean, I've beaten it, and if I think about the score, it's one of those games that's so unique that I'm almost compelled to give it a 10. Yeah. Like, it's either a high nines or flirting with a 10, because it is just that damn unique. Um, so, I mean, by that, you could tell it's about as high of a recommendation as I could give. Yeah, doesn't get much higher uh, than so that. So, can't recommend it enough. Don't look up anything about it if you want to play it and have not yet. Uh, 
and it sounds like don't do the same with immortality. Yeah, pretty much. I've yeah. heard there's a lot of you know fun moments in that as well. There are. Uh, so two great games for you to go out and explore. Until next time, when we will draft the 2010s. It's going to be contentious, man. We're tapping out.